what's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, though. I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. This is like a prison. Well, I, I just never know what you're gonna add, like where it's gonna go. Like it's just, it's not stressful. I don't want you to think like I'm not, I'm not losing sleep. But it's always like, it's not anxiety, but it's just like I don't know. I don't want you to get another crick in your neck. Uh, there's or no something. crick. There's no crick. There's okay. no crick. It's just. So this information's. I we're a little late to the party here on this, but it was kind of a big deal <clears throat> with the bagel gate, where the guy got these bagels for people, and instead of slicing them long ways, he just sliced them like into little sticks. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Where did just, this happen? Who would do that? that I doesn't don't make know. any sense. I don't know. And the, so He'd never just, seen a bagel. What was the issue? He'd never seen a bagel before guess, in his life? Or he thought he was going to share them with more people, so he only got like maybe four bagels and then sliced them up. Can he not cut them in half and then cut it in half, like like give you like a quarter of a bagel, just like a weird... I mean, that seems at least some rational thought, but to cut it... So one person's going to get just like all outside yeah, and skin, then and then just inside. like all inside, and then what... And then two people are going to get like just weird the weird nubbins while you're cutting through the middle there? Mm-hmm. That's... That sounds psychotic. What is this? This person's not in charge of anything, are they? I don't think. So. I don't know the full is this story. A manager of a restaurant, or who was this? <laughs> I think it was just somebody getting bagels for the office. No, thank God. That's <laughs> and he failed. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, and like, you oh my God, you wouldn't hire him. No. It uh, depends on his handshake, I guess. If he had a handshake, but he couldn't cut a bagel. Well, there's this kid that I hired, and I he had the weakest. Like he handed me this soft, wet fish. Mm-hmm. It was kind of clammy. And I, against better judgment, hired him anyway, and he ended up being like just the worst. So a handshake's important. It's definitely on the list of things to look at. Yeah, I always feel bad when I get caught in like a, like an awkward, like too late handshake or something with somebody. Yeah, when you don't know if you're gonna handshake hands, or and then, like, and then oh, I give it too light, and I. What I do nowadays is I just you go... You accidentally make it like halfway. Yes. You get to do that yeah, weird like, I'm, like, like, are you going to kiss it? Yeah. Like, why, why are you holding my hand like that? So I usually, in those situations, if I want to make it clear that I mm-hmm. know that that was bad, I'll go like, can we just do that one more time, please? Yeah. can and we like, just do that? Yes. So Put her there. I think it's fine to to, yeah. to re... It's a general rule I hate shaking hands. Why? Because people are filthy. <laughs> and I don't, you know, like, I'm sure that, you know, Joe Schmo on the street who wants to meet me. Like he's come into my bar and he's like, I've entertained him. And he's like, well, thank you so much, Walter. You're, you're a really great bartender. And he puts his hand out there and it's like, you know, I just kind of do the fist bump thing, which mm-hmm. maybe it's rude, but it's just like, I can't, you know what? I, sh- I already washed my hands like, you know, 85 to a hundred times a day, you know, like one more time. If I could cut that down to like, you know, 80 times, like if I don't have to go wash my hands right now, that'd be great. And also, yeah. I don't know where your hands have been, sir. Like, did yeah. you wash them after you went to the bathroom? I don't know. And I don't want to touch the last time you jerked off. Like, that doesn't sound interesting or fun to me. I, I don't think touch the people. fist bump is a great way. Yeah. And I also think you can just use the excuse of, you know, I don't want to get sick. And I don't want to get you sick. Yeah. You know, like, that's usually like, I... I well, if I'm, you're in the service, like, why would you get me sick? Were you sick? Well, like, I just, you... it's going around. There's a thing going around. I, yeah, I know. I don't know. I, mean, I, say, I don't know what the play... I say, I'll just offer the knuckle and be like, eh. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. And you don't? Just shrug at them. Yeah. Shrug it off. Um, 
The other the shrug lug. I don't know. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to ask you was that um, it was on the internet again. We're a little late to this, so um, but is a hot dog a sandwich? If you put it between two pieces of bread, then yes. But it's not closed. It's not open on both sides. A sandwich has the bread that's open on both sides, no. like a burger or like a turkey. hamburger is also called hamburger is short for hamburger sandwich, right? I mean, no, everyone I didn't knows know that. that a hamburger sandwich. <laughs> Because it's a sandwich. Sandwich doesn't even have to be a food. You can sandwich something between two other things. Anything sandwiched. Yes. You sandwich something between two other things and it's sandwiched in there. But it's not between two things. It's sort of cradled in this. Okay. Right now, the conversation we're having is being sandwiched between the last thing we talked about and the thing we're going to talk about next. Right? Anytime something is between Mm -hmm. two other things, it's it's sandwiched. So you're saying it originally was a verb that became a noun. It got used in our language as a noun. Well, I guess that depends on the etymology when the word came about and when the Earl of Sandwich invented the sandwich. So do you know that story? He was a card player and he was a gambler and he didn't want to ever leave the table. So he had his servants bring his entire meal and he would just like grab the bread and just like push the meal together and just have him and he just started eating his meals so he it was a name okay and and then it was then it was a noun it became a noun so i don't really know yeah so i don't i mean maybe i mean you know like i don't think lawrence fishburn you know who that is yeah i don't think his ancestors were just really bad at cooking fish you know what i mean like it's not always like no maybe the earl of sandwich his great ancestor really liked putting things between other two things so they just called him mr sandwich and i mean i don't really know and also you know like a lot of the most of our language, you know, as it's developing, it's it's English is part Germanic and it's peppered in there with Latin, you know, mm-hmm. so which is a romantic language. It's a it's a mess to try and figure out what we're talking about and the the language that they were speaking. Well, I don't know where the Earl of Sandwich was if he was in England or if he was in Germany or what country he was in. But the was Shakespeare around before or after that, and where was our language at that time? I don't know where our language was at that time, so I don't know if. He was named after, I know that he invented the sandwich that we know of as a sandwich, but I don't know if things being sandwiched between two other things or it's already a nomenclature. Like, I didn't, I don't know if that was in our language. I don't know either. But so, was a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I'm going to say no, because it's just one, the bun, mm-hmm. if it breaks, it's, now it's two things, but it's, it was never intended to be broken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a taco. Like you fold it over, you you put a slit down the side of the hoagie. Now a hoagie is a sandwich. Though, well, I was so. going to ask you about Subway. Yeah. But then, okay, so so they don't <laughs> slit it all the way through. But like a hoagie is meant to be cut all the way through and then presented as a long sandwich. You're saying Subway doesn't cut their bread right? Yeah, or, I'd say it's it's hor- it's horrid what they do to the bread because you're you're left with this weird yeah it's like a sandwich taco thing that they create and I don't like what they do I think they should cut it all the way through and distribute. The, the the filling evenly across it because when you you're looking at your sandwich all the meat's now like up here and they get this this like cord of bread down, mm-hmm. the, down the side it's like it's just yeah it's not equally distributed well what about like an open face sandwich that's not a sandwich i mean that's that's like, a knife and fork it's yeah it's an open face sandwich and isn't there a term because don't they sometimes when they do i would um, call it an oxymoron open face sandwich is an oxymoron because there's no sandwich there's no nothing is being sandwiched between something else and i yeah no, it's not. There's so no an open sandwich. face sandwich is not being sandwiched. Um, Where's the verb? I don't know. Yeah. So Sometimes with with fried chicken, they will place it on pieces of bread if it's really oily to kind of sop it up. I don't sure. know if there's a term for placing 
like is there a French culinary term for putting things on bread or like having a, 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 a an entree on the bread well they have the the, the jambon the, the it's like a, yeah it's a sandwich what is again they only cut the baguette it's a baguette and they just kind of put a slit down the side fill it with ham and butter or brie and it's awesome what about an Oreo uh, that's, cookie sandwich no well, those are sandwich cookies yes so a sandwich... that, would be a, that is a style of cookie a sandwich cookie is a thing Oreo does not own the patent or the rights or the name to that. It's, there's tons of them. The peanut butter ones, you know, there's... So it's a flour-based thing, the bread. It's some kind of bread. This just happens to be some sort of cookie bread that then the cream is put in the middle. No, because the filling is sandwiched between two cookie parts. And like an ice cream sandwich. Yes, okay. like an ice cream sandwich. Okay. I don't think the, the substance is not the, the driving force behind the name. It's not, okay. Oh, it's not flowers, so it's not a sandwich. No, that's not anything. That but I you eat. wouldn't make a sandwich with cornbread. That would fall apart. That would totally fall apart. It'd be delicious for like a minute, but it'd be impossible to eat. Unless it was an open-faced sandwich on cornbread, it would probably be pretty good with the fried chicken. Sometimes, John. I guess I feel like you you just want to get me angry. <laughs> like, I don't... What about a quesadilla when you put two... Now, well, there's two different kinds of quesadillas, because sometimes you have the big sometimes tortilla you and you half. fold it, and sometimes yeah. it's two. Well, you could... Technically, call a quesadilla. If it's two tortillas, you could say a tortilla sandwich. sandwich. If you really want to get slapped by a like, guy at a taco truck, but they have tortas. <laughs> right? Tortas, yes. But that's that's different from a quesadilla, obviously. Because yeah, it's the bread. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big bready thing. So then there's a theory about this, and I'm wondering that sandwich is just sort of a. Th- it's it's a um, concept. It's a concept, but it's a, it's sort of like an adjective that you have. You have a certain level of sandwichness. So these foods, some are more sandwichy than others. A hot dog would be lower on the sandwich scale that than sounds say. Sounds like something Grover from Sesame Street might say. <laughs> oh, it's just not sandwichy. Can I get something more sandwich-esque? <laughs> like that's yeah, that's yeah, it's ridiculous. And a a panini. Panini. That's is a panini. So yeah, we've got. Um, what did you just say with the 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 Mexican one? The torta. Torta, and then you got your panini. It's Italian, right? And then you got your jambon from France. These are all styles of sandwich, but you wouldn't say it would be redundant to say you know muffaletta sandwich. It's just a muffaletta, right? Or to say a jambon sandwich, or to say you know because you've already established what it is. A panini sandwich sounds kind of mm. like. You're using too many words. Can you just order a panini and stop being weird about that's it? That's just language. That's more of a that's more of a yeah. language thing than it is a culinary thing. Definitely, I would say. Okay. Yeah, we didn't really deal in sandwiches a whole lot in culinary school. It was, it was, <laughs> that's not it, something. It was sadly missed. As a, yeah, there was no class on sandwiches, which I would teach that class if anyone asked me to. What makes a good sandwich? What makes a good sandwich? What makes a good sandwich? Do you toast the bread? I mean, is it, it depends on the sandwich, Jonathan. Like Monte Cristo's, Rubens. Ooh. I've got a whole list. Can I show you this thing of sandwiches? Yeah, I didn't talk? know you had a list of oh, sandwiches no, I'm in very, your pocket. It's right up there with potatoes, my friend. I do. I have a whole list of what sandwiches. What about a chipwich? What the heck is that? It's oh, is an, an English put... thing where they put the French fries in the between the bread. It's usually in English pubs, British pubs. Weird. And it's just potato. It's a potato sandwich. That's really I'm surprised bizarre. you didn't know about that. I don't know about that. But look at all these beautiful sandwiches we've got. The meatball sandwich, the Cubano, tuna melt, the fried chicken sandwich, the cheesesteak, is is a turkey s- club? Oh, a lobster, lobster roll. roll. That's not that's folded. Well, okay, it says lobster roll. It does not say lobster roll sandwich, does it? Fair enough. 
But you would never, yeah. Well, none of them would say sandwich on them. Do you know the difference between a hoagie, a grinder, and a sub? Is there a difference? I don't know. No, I don't know the difference. So maybe I shouldn't. I'm not the right one to teach the class. Thank you for pointing that out to everybody, John. You just ruined that. Dashed my career dreams <laughs> well, right in front, can, like in we public can all, forum. We can all That's learn. Um, what about what about? Pulled so I pork, see. Italians. I see a bon mi. Is a humbau kind of sandwich? Humbau. It's bon got meat that's humbau, in... Humbau. Why do I know what a humbau is? Because that's Oh, no, because no, that's like a stuffed... That's like a big dumpling. It's like got meat inside it. It's not bread? It's dumpling. Well, it's not lit. It's like you don't cut the humbau open and put something in it and then close it again. It's like the it's jelly just a big, donut of... Yeah, basically. You wouldn't call a jelly donut a sandwich. It's a humbau. No, you wouldn't. Okay. I mean, you could. The Thanksgiving sandwich. What do you think is on that? Turkey. <laughs> stuffing. We forgot to talk about stuffing. Darn it. Cranberry sauce. Yeah. You like a Thanksgiving sandwich? No, they're really awful. Don't ever eat that. But <laughs> but I think my point was made about Thanksgiving right there. Mm-hmm. The tuna melt, cheese, <clears throat> cheese steak, Philly cheesesteak. There's your Reuben right there. Mm-hmm. Croque Madame, Croque Monsieur. A gyro? Gyro? That's not... Oh, gyro's on here? Yeah, gyro, that's a... Well, I, I, may, I don't know if this is your definitive Caprese. sandwich list. No, this, is, this is just a sandwich list. This is just, I mean, PB&J, the torta, the jambon, beer. Mm-hmm. Torta, roast beef, so ton, tonkatsu. So that even Japanese guys have a sandwich. What like is, every, that? is that egg? It says fried pork chop, mm. mayo, tonkatsu sauce. Okay. Yeah. Everybody gets a sandwich. What's your favorite sandwich? Isn't there a little place up in Seattle you love? Mont- not a, oh, I didn't tell you? No. The three girls in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Oh, they've ruined it. They're, they are the worst. They well, are, they're on my list of horrible things now. Well, let's go back 10 years and talk about what they used to be. Oh, my gosh. So the best Reuben in the city was at the Three Girls Bakery in the Pike Market. and um, I've been there. It's a cool little place. Or yeah, it was. on Black Rye. And it was just like, oh, man, just a cool little counter. You get your little Coca-Cola and the best, the best Reuben. So I went in there on my last trip to Seattle. And I'm like, I sat there for like 20 minutes waiting for the seat. You know, I've been craving this sandwich for years. They haven't had the sandwich. So I go back in there and finally sit down. I'm like, I will have the Reuben on black rye. And they're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yeah, um, the place where we get the bread from stopped making it. And I'm like, this is the bakery, right? I mean, like, you bake the bread. You used, they used to bake their own bread. Right there. Yeah. It was like they would turn around and go like, hey, we're out of this. And they'd go grab because on the other side of the wall, they're selling the bread to the tourists. Like, it's they're baking it. It's the bakery. We're in the bakery. What do you mean? The place where you buy the bread doesn't make that bread anymore. Like, how absurd. Like, that's the dumbest sentence I've ever heard in my life. And, yeah, so the sandwich is gone. It doesn't, do, it doesn't exist. And my, all of my faith in that company and um, those people are just the stupidest people alive. That makes me so angry that you own a bakery and you are buying bread for your sandwiches from someone. Are they making the bread cheaper than you are able to? Like, how is they that? They can't. Right? They... How is that? How is that? Like they're getting the flour cheaper than you? Or like, what? What is the cost? Like, what is the? How much money are you saving by purchasing bread from somebody else to make sandwiches? What is the the psychic and spiritual cost to your customers? <laughs> right, I've been tormented. You're right. It's probably I'm taking it too far, but I. It was so good, you know. Like some foods are just they just they hit a part of your soul that just. They change you, you know, they, they, they affect your dreams and your friendships and, you know, it's like people can fall in love and over a sandwich, you know, like it's, food is powerful. What is your favorite, so that's your favorite sandwich, like you It makes... was, but I mean, I love a good Reuben, absolutely. Reuben. Reuben's are great, Monte Cristo's are great, 
I love uh, just a plain bologna sandwich with mustard with the crust cut off. Looks like a space sandwich. It's really cool. <laughs> what is the... Um, what's up with the patty melt? Why not just get a burger? I mean, all you're doing is adding butter and grease and grilling it. Yeah, and it's on the weird bread. I don't know. I've never I've never understood it. Okay. And they put tuna, like the tuna melt. Is that, Wait, does the tuna melt have... Is that a hamburger thing with tuna on it? Or no, is it tuna just, melt is just melted just tuna. tuna. Yeah. Okay. I never really understood but that. But I never really cared for the patty melt. I never yeah. understood that one either. It's served on like regular bread, right? Yeah, that... whatever you want. White or rye. Right, I mean... but you wouldn't serve a patty melt on a burger bun, right? No. 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 It goes you on wouldn't. a regular bread bun, yeah. right? Yeah, I've never eaten one. I don't, I don't, I would never understand why somebody would do that. But... It just never made any sense to me. Yeah, it's like cutting up that bagel thing. Like that's, it's ridiculous. It's triple ridiculous. Decker sandwich? Oh yeah, well the Monte Cristo. The that's a triple club. Decker? Yeah. Or club? Yeah, club sandwich, classic club sandwich. Uh, yeah, some good mm. sandwiches out there. I love a good double decker sandwich. Oh my gosh, I made the best sandwich two weeks ago. Tell me. Oh my god. So, my my least favorite thing about toasted sandwiches. I don't Please. know why I said it like that. It's toasted, but like the outside gets crunchy mm-hmm. and it just tears up the roof of your mouth. So what I figured out to do is I put the two pieces of bread together, empty, before I even start anything, and I put them on my little grill. So I'm to- I toast the outside right there like that, right? But the inside is nice and soft and warm. Now I now I pull them apart. I've got my mise en place for the rest of the sandwich kind of ready to go. And for this particular one, I did I was doing a breakfast thing. So I cooked my sausage patty up, put them in the oven to warm. I used that fat residue to cook my egg. And I got the cheese out, made this like like egg and ham on one side, and then I did the sausage and cheese on the other side, and I did a double-decker thing. But it, So then you take the toasted parts that were on the outside, now you flip them over so they're on the inside. So you get that <clears throat> crunchy bite when you bite into the soft breadiness. And if you're putting any sauces, mayo or mustard or anything, they yeah, don't they, they would, mush Exactly, through. yeah. So they're all, yeah. So And so I did a triple-decker so that in the center piece, I, of course, I just did a regular toasted, so it was toasted on both sides. And it just absorbed all that egg. Like, it didn't lose any of the egg yolk and the melted cheese just went right in there. And it was just like, it contained all that sauce. And it's, and the, because it was soft on the outside, I was ready to eat a bowl of, you know, Fruit Loops afterwards. Like, it was amazing. I felt like a superhero all over again. <laughs> there, um, I saw an article, and I'd like to get your, uh, your hot take on this. Okay. <clears throat> again, I have no idea where you're going. It's. Do you like this? Is this a you fun should have game? been a pitcher, John. <laughs> Just curveball after curveball. Um, and so you know, we we the the title of the show is "Gluten is Not Your Problem," and so we know that the gluten is is kind of out these days. It's not in fashion, right? So somebody had taken like a turkey, just a regular like turkey and cheese uh, sub or sandwich, but they had just sandwiched it, quote unquote, between oh, the a big pickle. pickle. I yes. saw the pickle thing. I How do saw you feel that. about that? Well, you know, it actually, I have a couple thoughts. It looked from the pictures that I saw on the internet, very poorly executed. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Tell me why. Well, because you look at this thing and it looks like, well, it's really hard to get the like a feeling for the size of this thing because you look at it and you think it's the size but like it looked like a, the pickle itself was the size and shape of a football right and they removed none of the pickle they just cut it in half and stuffed it with like an entire like football again size thing of meat like it was just way too packed and then put this goddamn pickle yeah, thing back that. together and it just looked in pot like you can't <clears throat> it, can you dislocate your jaw to right because the thing about sandwich too like the bread you can Smoosh it down and get get it in. Pickle. You can't smoosh that pickle. That pickle's not going anywhere. It's pickled. It's yeah. Some people call them cucumbers. Speaking of adjectives that become nouns, but yes, (laughs) yes, yes, exactly. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. 
you got pickled onions. Like, uh, I think I was talking to Tasha, and she, we were joking around, and she was, I was saying, like, yeah, no, it's just pickles. You know, that's what we call a pickle, but it, I think if a guest ever comes up and says, can I have a pickle, you should just go get him a pickled onion and be like, here, what? What? It's pickled. What do you want from me? Like, <laughs> it's pickled. Yes. It's... Well, I think that that was the traditional pickle, I guess, or the first pickle, or I don't know the history know. of the pickle. I don't know the history of the pickle. Maybe right. you should write me a three-page paper on the history of the pickle, John, and then you will know forever. I just might. So so what is your verdict on the pickle sandwich? Well, I would like to try it better prepared. I would like to, like, you got to source a big cucumber, right? It's got to be mm-hmm. big. Pickle it, of course. I don't know how long does it take to brine out a pickle like that. A week? I don't know. Five weeks? I don't know. And then I think maybe the best course of action would be to actually cut off, like, the top and cut off the bottom so it would sit flat and then cut it in half so you have, have like, a flattened pickle situation because if you're also biting through the skin of that pickle mm-hmm. i feel like that's a challenge because all that's going to do is push out like you're going to squeeze that and it's going to push the meat out you're already fighting against nature right now okay so <laughs> you need to hedge your bets okay if you want to be creative and crazy like this yes you need to limit the amount of pickle we're really talking about <clears throat> and i think a lot less of the filling the, the the meat and the cheese needs to be a reasonable if you look at that picture you saw mm-hmm. that picture it was ridiculous yes. like whose mouth is that gonna go that's crazy no so can I ask you, um, if I give you my paper on the pickle, hmm. can you make a pickle sandwich and then report back to us? If you write me a three-page paper on how to make pickles, I will go and I will make pickles for you, and then I will take said pickles and I will make a pickle sandwich. Yes. I have a good recipe. You can make it in an easy, like a whipped cream container, because the pressure will pickle it quicker. Really? Yeah. Quicker than what? You just told me a second ago that you didn't know how much time it took. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calling you, you just ruined my dreams of being a sandwich teacher. So, calling you out, kid. Well, I mean, if, what if I got you a big pickle and you could like scoop it out and make the pickle sandwich? It would well. So I would have to make. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to pickle the pickle myself. I'd have to pick out the cucumber. Oh, you would want to pickle the pickle yourself. Yes. Okay. I want full creative control here. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um. All right. Is that, I, I'm, is that I'm, satisfying? I'm, Whatever. No, I'm interested. I want to know, know. Yes, let's do it. Let's get a cucumber and get some vinegar and salt and pepper, peppercorns and sugar and salt. That's all it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Allspice. Right. Uh, is that in there? Sure. Yeah. Not, right. Um, Maybe a little kitchen sink. Yeah, whatever you got in there, put throw some cumin, a little basil. Yeah. I don't know if basil will last in the vinegar, but you know, who knows? Who knows? There's really um, only one way to find out. All right. What if you deep fried the pickle? That could, I mean, that wouldn't be gluten free. It would have some. Well, it depends on the batter. I guess you could use a panko batter because panko is made with. Well, I mean, you could use things that don't have gluten. I mean, it's it's fine. Okay. But I mean, you're saying like make a pickled Monte Cristo. <laughs> yes. I'm, yeah. A pickled Monte Cristo. <laughs> so you make the sandwich and then you fry it up. Yeah, we could fry up some pickles, and make some Monte Cristos. Pickled panini. Pickled panini. I mean, if these people haven't I'll thought of it already. <laughs> so. This is interesting. Um, I know you have to go. Do I? But yeah, no, it's true. I am quite... In, in the... My dance card is full, you know, <laughs> as they say. Is cereal soup? No. No, cereal is cereal. Soup is soup. And that's it? That's it. That's my final... Yeah. But there's... Stew is stew. You stew know? is not soup. It, maybe it's a style of soup. Chili? Chili, chili is chili's... not... Chili is chili. Maybe no chili is not a stew. It's too see. thick. So if I went to the store, there wouldn't be a can of progressive it's not chili soup. Soupy. <clears throat> so this is again an adjective. Yes. That we use to describe things that yes. have then become a 
things that they the describe. Thing, the things that they describe. This is this seems to be there's some that's circular. Yeah, it's, you know, how language works, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So there's no so a bowl of Fruit Loops is not well. Gazpacho is a cold. What is that a soup? It's not a temperature gazpacho. Yes, that's a soup. What borscht makes is that? A soup. What makes borscht and gazpacho a soup? Okay, here's the thing. If you want to talk, if you want to make cereal into a soup, you're gonna to have to um, please. You're gonna to have to break the cereal down. Okay. Because you don't. Okay, so soup. You're not just taking water and throwing chunks of meat in it. Fair enough. And then eating it cold. Like that's ridiculous. Soup is a preparation. You have to heat the components. You have to blend the components. They have to be brought to temperature for a certain period of time so those flavors mesh and the flavors need to be, you know, in line with each other so that it actually tastes good. And you taste the soup. And you add the soup and you, you know, you're tasting the broth. Okay, so um, milk is not a broth, it's just milk. Now, if you want to take the cereal, if you want to take, like, maybe, you know, go crazy, get two different kinds of cereal, mix them together. Lucky Charms. Sure. Mix them all up, maybe crush them, you know, chop them up so that they kind of blend a little bit better together. Now take your milk component. You can put this in the milk. Bring the whole thing up to temperature, like heat it up, puree it, put it back into a bowl, serve it warm or cold, but now it would be considered a soup because you've processed it. You've, you've made soup. Soup is a thing that you make. Cereal is something you put in a bowl. It's already made. It's. I'm convinced. Okay. <laughs> Thank, thank God. That took a lot less than I thought it was going to take. Walking into it, I didn't know how that conversation was going to end. I didn't know if I could fight my way out of well, that particular no, paper you, bag you, today. You made it. You, soup is a preparation. Yeah. Cereal is not prepared food. I mean, it barely on... Yeah, I mean, like a can of soup. Sure, you're just putting it in a bowl, but it's been prepared. Somebody yeah. cooked the soup. They tasted the broth and they adjusted the ingredients. Right. You don't add anything else to cereal. If you want to throw a little cinnamon on top of your cornflakes, sure, we could call that a... You could, Almost justify that as being a soupish, but no, I no. would say no. It's still not a preparation. That's just a spiced cereal. Exactly. <clears throat> um, do you need to take that? I know you need to go here soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think that we we um, we solved some some great some great things today. Some great culinary catastrophes, or what, <laughs> what do you call them? Culinary conundrums, or chameleons? Yeah, or... Either of those. Well, you are the culinary chameleon. I am the chameleon. But a culinary catastrophes, culinary conundrums, we've solved a few today, I think. And Excellent. I, I hope we did some, some good, I hope we did God's work. You know, I think we did. I, I think we made God's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, he needs to eat. He's not eating enough. It's John. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.